0: Welcome to Talk Bits, It's the podcast from me, Leanne Dundas. Hi. So Halloween this week and I'm asking people what weird things their kids have got for Halloween. It might not have been just this year, just years gone by in general. And people coming out with some beauties. A paintbrush, an ice lolly, somebody got a yoghurt, a can of beer. This was for a four-year-old. Half a biscuit. Half a biscuit. Like Somebody's just gone, oh, oh I'm, I don't really like this. Oh, no, I don't really want to waste it and chuck it away. Here, I'll give it to one of the kids who would trick-or-treat it. It's still got crumbs round the mouth. A lighter. Somebody got a lighter for a child. They probably don't have children themselves. And my personal favourite, A potato. That kid has spent hours getting ready that night. Mum's been prepping outfit for weeks and they get given a potato. Happy Halloween. On the actual Halloween day on Thursday, me and my friend went for something to eat at Nando's after work just so we avoided not trick-or-treaters. If you're listening not from the UK right now and you're thinking, what's a Nando's? just thinking if you get it abroad or not you get it in south africa because it's from there nobody listens from south africa on here though so chicken restaurant spicy chicken oh it's not spicy it can be spicy you have different spices it's very nice honestly if you ever come over to england me you's going for a nando's you'll have a great time but when i went to the toilet i noticed that somebody had i don't know if it were on purpose or if it were by accident Somebody had dropped an apple in the toilet cubicle and I'm thinking, I don't know if it's a trick-or-treater saying, well, I don't want this. Or somebody coming in, all the good intentions of healthy eating and they say, no, you sit there with your chicken and chips and your corn on cob and your garlic bread and your hummus dip. I'll, I'll have an apple and a Diet Coke. I'll be fine, honest. And then the mate's meal gets brought out. They smell everything. The drooling outside the mouth and the think, no, sack this off. I'm ditching my apple in toilets and I'm having some chicken. Quick question. When did we get so bad at taking a compliment? I know I were bad for it. I didn't realise everybody else were like that as well. I said to one at Latters in office earlier on this week, I said, oh, that's a nice cardigan. She went, yeah, but it's got this hole in it. It's got this hole. She showed me straight away. And I said to my friend's husband while I around at their house last week, I said, oh, they're a nice pair of shoes. He said, no, no, no. He literally lifted them up right next to my face. And he said, look, they've got scuff marks here. This is ruined. They're coming away a little bit here and they're a bit grubby. Oh, no, they're they're not. I feel like we just need to learn how to just go, thanks. As uncomfortable as that feels inside. I say that. I'm always good at dishing out this advice. I'll never do it myself. Right, time for your stories then. So this is the part of the podcast where you send me your stories. It could be from this week, last month, last year, in your childhood. Today's comes in from Tom and it reads like this. When I was about 11 years old, I got my older brother's hand-me-down phone, a Nokia 3210. I thought it was amazing and was constantly playing Snake and never off it, much to my mum's annoyance. One day... She said to me, if you don't put that phone down, I'm going to take it into the garden and smash it up with a sledgehammer. Already I'm a bit nervous for him. It then goes on to say, me being a cocky 11-year-old thought, my mum ain't got a sledgehammer. So his reply was, you (laughs) don't." Don't say that to anyone. And before I could finish my sentence, my phone was whipped out of my hands into a sandwich bag and all I could see was my mum going hell for leather, which, if you don't know that term, really, really fast, in brackets, with the hammer. I instantly started crying. To add insult to injury, she had the cheek to hand me back my SIM card as she put the broken Nokia 3210 into the bin. I was fuming. I've got to be honest, Tom, I'm a bit scared of your mum. I'm not ever gonna say anything bad to that lady. If I ever get into bother, I want her on my side. Anybody coming up to me, giving me grief, I'll be like, uh, I'm sorry, do you know I'm mates with Tom's mob? Oh, they'd run a mile. First news story of the day goes like this then. Sneaky mum hides secret chocolate stash inside the frozen vegetables. Mm. And this is absolute genius. I I thought it was genius until I was talking to my friend about this and her five-year-old little boy overheard. And he was thinking that we were talking about her doing it. So later on, when she was sorting washing out upstairs, he went into the freezer. He started looking around, not frozen veg, chocolate. Didn't see it, so he just left freezer door open. Got distracted, walked off. She came down half an hour later to a puddle. So she's not a fan of that story anymore. Stick in with mums then. Mum terrified after sat nav called her a mother effer and an a-hole. <laughs> oh, I think this story broke me slightly. I think it's because if my sat-nav could say whatever it was, it probably can't be that as well. It's like it just it just had enough and just went, oh, for goodness, sake. oh, Give me strength, I can't handle this anymore. My fella's always complaining about my driving. But then the other day, we were coming out at supermarket car park, it was dark and he hit the curb and he's punctured his tyre. And because he was quite upset about it, I'm not allowed to go, oh, make comments about his driving just yet. I'm giving it a couple of days. Because whenever I do anyway, it always comes back round to me. If I say anything about his driving, he always says, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Who's had two speed awareness courses? Not me. And I'm like, all right. Okay, you win this one. This fills me with worry. Scientists create tape which can seal wounds together in just five seconds. They're declaring it the end of stitches. I really hope that you've got a good doctor's for this. I cannot be trusted with anything like this. I can't handle normal sellotape when I'm trying to wrap presents for Christmas and birthdays. Oh, no, I get that all over me place. I'm finding it on my clothes for days afterwards, being like, oh, how on earth did that get on my back? Never mind something like this. I'd end up gluing up half a nostril, a bit of me ear, me hands now permanently attached to my thigh. It'd be a right mess. I completely empathise with this guy, right? Man accused of being a pervert after he points out issue with women's leggings. Now, any woman who has owned a pair of leggings and men you can probably imagine, you've probably seen it, to be honest, you'll know the issue with women's leggings. I don't know if I just buy them from cheap places, but they go see-through quite quickly. That was what he was pointing out. At least he's telling her. She was squatting in the gym in front of his face. Wouldn't it be more worried if she finds out? And then she goes, that guy was staring a lot behind me. Oh! I know what he were up to. It's not my only issue, though, because my thighs burst out. You end up with holes down the side. Sometimes the whole crotch goes... I'd like to warn people sometimes. I'm constantly worried and looking down there in public, probably looking a little bit odd myself. Won't be the first time. It happens all of a sudden. I always say, oh, it's all right, everybody. I'm wearing a clean pair of pants. We're all right. At least I've got pants on. And the most shocking story of the day a woman thought her boyfriend had died and then bumped into him at a restaurant. This is so bad. When I've been reading this, it's so bad. Basically, she started going out with him when she were 18. He'd borrowed a little bit of money and not paid it back, but she went, it's fine, it will do overtime. And then in his house, share, his furniture started slowly disappearing until everything were gone. Bed and everything. At what point do you go, well, you don't need a bed anymore. He's found it quite comfy to sleep on the floor. But this is the shocking bit, right? Her ex's mum, the guy who did this, his mum, his own mum, rang her up and said, he's died. He's died. She she met up that her own son had died. Anybody else would have just said, just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. Just break up with her. I'd have loved to have been on fly on while when she actually bumped into him again. Gosh! So a couple of years ago, on my 21st birthday, my friends threw me a surprise party and one of my mates, really happy with her fellow, he seems like a lovely, decent guy, and he broke up with her, like, the day before that and he said, look, this is a complete and utter secret, this is between me and you, but I'm actually going in Big Brother. It was the launch show of Big Brother the night of my party. He said, I'm going into Big Brother... And I don't know what's going to happen in the house. We've been advised to be single in there anyway. And I don't want to do anything that'll let you down. But you cannot tell anyone this is a complete and utter secret. No one can know because if it gets leaked to the media... And she still really liked this guy. So she said, yeah, of course, no problem. So she left my 21st party to go to a television set to watch him go into the Big Brother house. These were the days before Catch Up TV. And... As each housemate went into the house, nah, he didn't go at all. Did not go at all. By end of episode, nothing. He just wanted to split up with her. How awful is that? And on that bombshell, that's all from me, Leanne, this week. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget, get your stories into me at talkybits You can inbox me on my Leanne Dundas Facebook page. And if you would be absolutely wonderful and leave me a lovely review, tell a friend about it and subscribe. And I'll be back with another one same time next week.